0: good afternoon everybody and welcome to who's tom and dick with your hosts martin weavers and patrick mortimer
1: good afternoon martin Good afternoon, Patrick. How are you doing? I'm doing I'm doing champion, and good afternoon to everybody who's listening. Yep, happy Christmas, everybody. We're yeah. getting closer and closer. I know this bit, this, I just don't want this jingle to
0: end. What is that, nine shopping days left to Christmas? Wow. Have you got all your presents wrapped up?
1: My wife has done uh, our Christmas shopping. Has she? Yeah, and I normally wrap the presents. Right. But, but this year, I won't have to wrap the present, because it's like a... A virtual one. Oh. So, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it's in space somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, and we don't buy each other presents, me and my wife. Do you and Yeah, we always we... get something. Yeah. Do you? Or try and get something, yeah. No, we don't get a thing. Yeah,
0: we, we normally end up with like
1: four or five pairs of socks
0: or something like that, just, mm. just to unwrap. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. say
1: your your um well we bought betsy didn't we that's our present oh, to right. each other yeah my well, that's uh, a brilliant... our motor our motorhome. that's a brilliant present
0: yeah and talking about uh, your virtual one that's up in space did you hear that the um uh space station uh astronauts lost their toolbox
1: i did i saw that <laughs> on, <laughs> on tv but uh, they um, weren't the first ones were they no but apparently
0: this is floating around the earth and somebody said you can see it i don't think you can see it can you
1: they did say that, but the Japanese spacecraft that's up there yeah. actually took a photograph of it floating around in space. So, I mean, they can see it technically. So, so I suppose some, but yeah, they did say they reckon we could see it from here, but I don't think we could. I think they got a photograph of Father Christmas on his sleigh as well. Didn't they? <laughs> well, yeah, he should be. He's out there somewhere, isn't yeah. he?
0: Have you sent your list to send to Do
1: you know what? I There's a few things I'd like. Yeah, there's definitely a few things I'd like because obviously my kids we buy we buy for the, for my, my children and my grandchildren um but there are a couple of things i would like so my wife hopefully has hinted to my son and uh and then i got then on sunday when he was out shopping got a phone call from him hi dad we're out shopping what do you want for christmas and i thought well he's already then you told me she'd already sent the list so uh, i don't know That's these the tr- kids
0: the trouble is when they ring you and say what do you want for christmas can you tell me your waist size Or how big your head is, or something. Here we go, we're going to get a new cap, or a new pair of trousers, or some boxes, or something like that.
1: But I'd rather he'd gone to the list that Linny gave him, though. Then there's a bit of a surprise. Now I know what I'm going to get, probably. Right. Because I said I wouldn't want a couple of sweatshirts. So. uh, You didn't put
0: any Arsenal tickets on that list, did you by any chance? No, no, not at the moment. (laughs) Because I reckon there's quite a few of them available.
1: Why? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i think they're hard to get because we're top of the league
0: yeah well we're we're doing pretty well ourselves here at ipswich town
1: yes you are yeah
0: so, okay so have you got the decorations up
1: yep good yeah, yeah the, the, the decorations are up and considering now what happened this this is the story of my christmases before i got the cancer i never liked christmas at all no um, i was a right old grinch and uh, funny
0: before you start that i was going to ask you know how christmas has affected you uh, since you've had your diagnosis, because this will be your second Christmas. Yeah. Um, your first one must have been quite, um, you know, because obviously you were just starting the treatment and everything, weren't you? Mm. Um, so there was a lot of unknowns going into that Christmas.
1: Um, how did you deal with the first one? Well, the first one was um, when I first got the diagnosis, uh, I, it wasn't straight away, obviously, but just during that year, I said to my wife... Um, if we get to Christmas, I'm going to make you a Christmas tree. She said, what do you mean make you a Christmas tree? Well, I make lots of things out of pallets. I've been on television doing it yeah, as well. Um we've seen um, <laughs> <them. laughs> Bargain-loving Brits yep. in the sun. Anyway, um, I said I'd, I'd make a, a Christmas tree out of pallets and all that. And uh, anyway, um, Linny thought that was a great idea. Yeah. So uh, anyway, in the end... I didn't make one out of a, out of pallets i I saw this when I went walking my little dog Benny, I saw a huge big looked like a Christmas tree kind of branch and all that right and I thought, do you know what I could put set that in a pot and I could you know over the period before it goes dies, I could put all these decorations over it so so that's what I did one day when she went to work. So you went into somebody's garden, No, no cut it wasn't their a, tree down, no, no, and no, put this, it in your pot, did you? This was in the school grounds, so oh, I wasn't in someone's garden. It's even worse. You've been
0: seen in the school grounds cutting trees down, have you?
1: Well, it was, it was not quite the school grounds. It was just on the border of the school grounds. And it had fallen down. So, you know, give me a, you know bit of, cut me some slack. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, I, I got the tree, decorated it, surprised her. So that was my first year. And right. I'd never wanted Christmas before, but because I'd got it, I thought, "Yeah, I've got, I've got to celebrate now." Hang on a second.
0: Breaking news: Strange man been seen in school grounds. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I <just> couldn't resist. <laughs> who's, <man. laughs>
1: who's this strange man? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, so so we've gone through the first the first year. Oh, and even even made one of those holly. Wreath things on the on the door. Yeah, I made it. I got a white coat hanger, and I hang on a minute. Sure, you didn't walk through any cemeteries? Well, <laughs> I walked along this little lane, and I saw some holly hanging over. all oh, right right, okay. Into the where I was walking, so that's public. That is, yeah. So I was helping the people trim their tree. So I, I got the holly and wound it around and I bought a little red star, a red star thing to hang from the bottom of it. Your stories are so
0: amazing. You help somebody trim their tree.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all, always ever help, ever helpful. So <laughs> I made a tree and I made a, a, a Christmas wreath on the door. So, yeah. for, And for me, from someone who didn't like Christmas, that was, you know, big, I suppose. So we move on to the, the second year. Which is this year. Yeah, this year. And I said to Lenny, um, obviously, you know, um, I'm looking positive to, to the Christmases because I'm looking ahead Christmas to Christmas now. Yeah. And uh, anyway, uh, I said to her, I, what I think we'll have to do, we'll have an artificial tree. Right. So this year, it was when I was laying in hospital.
0: You're not going to find any of them in the school grounds or the woods, are you?
1: <laughs> well, I, I said to Lenny when I was in hospital, I said, do you know what, darling? I said, this is when I was I had pneumonia. I didn't know how I was going to feel. I said to her, What we're going to do this year, we'll get an artificial tree. Because Linny had always wanted one, at least an artificial tree, you know, um, something similar to a proper Christmas tree. With with me hardly having said that, she got a marketplace. Yeah. And uh, she found uh, a lady selling a a Christmas tree. Right. When she got there, it was free, by the way. Right. Really? Yeah, free. So I said to her, "That's going to be some rubbishy old thing, you know. So when she got there... And the lady said, got, I've got three. So (laughs) Linny said, oh, I'll have them, I'll have them. (laughs) So from having one tree, now we've got three trees. Yeah. Now we're going to put one in the lounge. Yeah. And Linny's going to decorate that. We're going to have one outside for the door to greet people. Yeah. We never have people come round anyway, so... <laughs> that would be a nice, nice thought. Yeah. No, so people can see that. And then the one in the hall, I'm actually going to decorate. All right, Me, the Grinch, is going to actually decorate a Christmas Blimey. tree. Me, I thought so... you put one in Betsy. Ah, no, there's a thought. She's going to be upset, <laughs> Yeah. You could, you could have your Christmas lunch in Betsy. I've got little miniature ones that my nan used to we have. We don't
0: need to talk about them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, So from going from somebody who hated Christmas i'm uh now now i'm looking so positive in my life yeah and this is one thing that's changed one of one of the other things that's changed me in my life
0: yeah well you're going into christmas this year with some good news aren't you that must help a bit
1: yeah i suppose so and and i'm also meeting up with all my brothers and sisters excellent for a christmas meal yeah so in betsy uh, not in betsy no no, no my uh my little Betsy's going to stay at home.
0: Betsy is a mobile home. I'll um, just let you know.
1: It's my other woman. <laughs> so, so my wife tells me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you: Did you put the tree up yourself? <laughs> what, the, what the artificial one? Yeah. Uh, I th- I th- even Linny can do that. <laughs>
0: <Pardon>? <laughs> no, oh, right, okay. it's, it's
1: in the loft at the moment. Well, it was in the loft, but it's now out because obviously it's all it's all uh, getting ready for decorations. Yeah. C- could do that when I get home. Yeah. I think um,
0: people's uh, views of Christmas depends on how they um, enjoyed their Christmas as a child. We always had good Christmases, so we always look mm. forward to it. So what, do you, but, what um, do you
1: do? Do you stay here?
0: Yeah, we're staying here. got the family around this year, so Wendy's doing the cooking. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and what about you, you with a tree? Uh, uh, that's already up. Is it? Yeah, that's up. I'll go and have a look in the lounge yeah. later. Yeah,
0: that's up. Well, the trouble is we're in the process of moving from one house to another, so we're renting at the moment. And we've been here a year, and last year we put the Christmas tree decorations in storage right Uh. at the back. We we thought we wouldn't need them. Hmm. Um, But the uh, builder's going so slow that uh, we're here still. So um, (laughs) we didn't get any decorations out. We just went and bought a few little bits and pieces Hmm. and stuck them up, and I put the tree up myself.
1: With a new build of your... Did you help... You designed it? Oh, yes. I've been involved
0: in the um, internal layout. I didn't get involved in the external layout because it was all approved by the local authorities and things, but I've been involved tweaking things and that. Yeah, so it's quite exciting.
1: Right, so um, when I look at the plans, can I see where our recording studio is? You can. In the garage, Wendy says. (laughs) (laughs) I have to have a word with that, Wendy. (laughs) I know. She's
0: always... uh um supportive (laughs) you've got something to talk about today we better get on with something didn't we Um, yes 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 uh, yes. gift aid or something wasn't it
1: yeah well i I went to um the hospital the other day for a checkup and uh sometimes you get held up at hospitals and all that don't you for various reasons well i i had a look look around before i went in to the um to the room and i was in there i was in there for a blood test by the way yeah um i don't know if i told you about that did i don't think i did it was uh, all to do with my cholesterol. Okay. And uh, to see if these um, tablets that I'm on, I can reduce them. Yeah. So uh, that, that's that's the idea for it. Right. So the blood tests, I had um, one when I got there, then I had one half an hour later, and then one half an hour later than that. Okay. And then they said, you can go home. So uh, I dare say on my next visit, Dr. P, um, he'll tell me all the results of that. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, I sat there waiting and I thought I'm going to go and get a magazine and, uh, it intrigued me that, um, they've, they've got their, uh, make a wish, uh, room and you can go in there and it's for people, um, at the latest stages of their life and things like that. And they can make wishes and, and their dreams can come true and all the money raised goes towards this in the hospital. But I found it quite interesting that not all money goes on people wanting to do things. So uh, I mean is, is this for children? Children and adults get the benefit from it as well because one of the things I'll mention um at the end of it all which I think is is brilliant. But two hundred and fifty thousand uh is contributed to um Every Heart Matters appeal. And I don't know I don't know if that's in a year, but um it's certainly a a, a big amount of money. Some of the things they, they bought with it, um they bought a chair bed for, for loved ones to stay overnight so if you've got a loved one in hospital um you can you can stay a chair bed just opens up and you can stay with them and so a thousand pounds went on that 300 pounds provided extra training for speech and language therapists to offer the lidcombe therapy for younger patients who stammer okay so yeah. uh yeah Sixteen and a half grand. Purchased a video laryngoscope, which um, is for a neonatal unit to help babies with breathing difficulties. It's also a listening ear to monitor the noise and level on the on the ward. So if they hear the babies crying and all that. Sensory boxes. They bought some of those for a hundred pounds. For patients with learning difficulties, but uh, ten pounds. I like this one. Supplied to a hundred velvet pouches to the mortuary, so the staff can return their loved one's belongings in it, or or a lock of hair. that's so much, you know, much nicer a little velvet pouch than yeah. uh, you know an ordinary old plastic box or something like that. Yeah. Um, Nine hundred pound enabled a therapist to have extra training. To become competent in treating dysphagia, which is difficulty with swallowing, twenty-eight thousand bought a specialist ultrasound machine, which helps detect cardiac arrest faster. All so, right, so uh, you know all about yeah. that.
0: It's quite interesting because when I've always looked at make a wish, it's always um, to help fill people's bucket lists, yeah, and things like that, you know, and, and send them send the youngsters to Disneyland. And well, that's what like I
1: that. thought, but but looking to it further. And there's, there's a couple more things on, on, on this list that I've seen. £3,000 purchased a twin baby bed. So tiny twins can now be nursed together. Excellent. Brilliant yeah, idea, that, that is. is. Yeah, see, they wouldn't have been able to do that without the, the, uh, the money that people hand in. £5,000 bought a, a billy light. Now, a billy light enables phototherapy to be administered to a baby with jaundice. This new light is portable. And it's three times smaller than the previous lights. And I think parents can get involved with that one as well, that they can use it. But lastly on the list, this is, the, this is my favourite one. 20,000 helped transform a corridor into a memory walk to assist patients with dementia. Brilliant. And there's a photograph of a lady walking up the corridor with a stick, pointing at these things with, the, with a nurse. And it's just simple things like there's a camera, there's a car, there's a chair, you know, just just things like that, just to, to help people. There's flowers, every, you know, everywhere, and uh, it just looks really, really good. Yeah, so that's what I found on my uh, my little walk around the hospital before my appointment. Right. Yeah. Quite. It's amazing, amazing what you can find. It is, isn't it?
0: Well, as I say, Make a Wish is another important charity. It is that um, needs a lot of support in these tough times.
1: Yeah, and you've got you've got a um, topic because I. I spoke about breast cancer in our last um, podcast, didn't I? And uh, and you 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 was going to do a, a little talk this week, weren't you? Tell 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 the listeners all about it.
0: Yes, well, as you know, recently I had um, my cardiac checkup, and one of the processes I had to go through was an ultrasound. Now, ladies will know exactly what an ultrasound is because it's a scan of your chest area. In ladies' cases, pregnant women, they have an ultrasound to see how. The baby's doing, making sure it's all okay and everything. Well, exactly the same thing happened to me. Off with a shirt and a load of jelly rubbed on my chest. Which is very cold. It is very cold.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> I had it done on my lung. A bit of a shock, but I was expecting it. Mm-hmm.
0: And then a little handheld device was run across my chest area by the healthcare professional to scan the heart. She had a little black and white screen, and on that screen you could see my heart. It's amazing, quite, that. quite amazing, Yeah. yeah procedure helps cardiologists diagnose heart conditions this test can show blood flow heart valves all sorts of things the wall of the heart and this device was run over my chest several times and i could hear her clicking at the computer and one of the eerie things was sometimes she'd turn the volume up and you could hear the heart beating oh it wasn't, god <laughs> wasn't very pleasant that was a Oh, of not, sound.
1: not a thump no no sort oh, right. yeah. of been a thump that, that was
0: like fluid being forced <laughs> through vessels <laughs> no no nothing no. like that it was just a sort of a liquid sound no. so oh god which was a bit off-putting <laughs> yeah. um, when someone suffers from a heart attack depending on how long they're um, away from uh, assistance you don't want to starve the heart muscle of blood and oxygen that's when Damage occurs, so this test can also identify the condition of the heart. One thing that they um, test is um, the ejection fraction. I
1: um, yeah, you better say that again. So uh... it's
0: an injection fraction (EF). Now that measures the blood that's pumped out of the heart. The ultrasound can also identify um, damage to the heart and the heart muscle and the walls of the heart. So it's quite a good test to have. As I say, it's non-invasive, so it's very simple and. You're also hooked up to um, several machines that are monitoring you through this process. The recent ejection fraction, in my case, was 64%. Because
1: you put a chart on our website, didn't you, with all the uh, different... Yeah, this has all been uploaded onto the website. Hmm. Um, The
0: scan did also discover that I have grade one diastolic dysfunction with normal filling pressure, which is quite interesting when you go into the detail. This was the first time I really taken any notice of these results, the ejection fraction and the diastolic dysfunction. And I thought I need to learn a little bit more about this. So I asked my cardiologist, what is normal ejection fraction? He pointed me to a table. Now this table was measured in percentages. And my percentage was, at this test anyway, 64%. Now a normal, healthy human has an injection fraction of between 50 and 70%. So that means that uh, I'm in the normal range.
1: Which, <laughs> really? Yeah. Which <laughs> For
0: which, your heart, though. <laughs> for the heart, yeah. Which means that. No, that's good. I've had two heart attacks, mm. and both of them haven't affected the heart mm. or damaged the heart, which is good news. The bad news is, me plumbing's knackered
1: yeah Um, (laughs) so hopefully these stents are doing something about that yeah
0: the stents are something totally different they unblock the clogged up arteries and allow the blood and the oxygen to flow to the heart and the only treatment for that really is stenting or um, bypass
1: so uh, can you tell us what a diastolic dysfunction is yes i have a grade one diastolic dysfunction And
0: it's referred to as an impaired relaxation for patients with this grade. The diastolic filling of the ventricles is a bit slower than it should be, but the other calculations in the report were normal.
1: So, how many grades are there?
0: Well, there's three grades. Grade 1 is what I have. Mm -hmm. And I thought instantly, once I saw the results, oh, I've got a problem with the heart. Um, Well, I have, but apparently grade 1 is common in anyone over 60. So were you
1: thinking that grade one is the worst one? Exactly, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, So it's common in everyone or anyone over 60. So it's not a result of probably what I've gone through with my heart attacks and stenting, which is quite good. Grade two is elevated pressure in the left side of the heart. And grade three is significantly raised pressure in the left side of the heart.
1: So did you have to have an ECG? Yeah, that's all part of
0: the test. Um, they hook you up for an ECG mm-hmm. before you have the, the um, scan, just to monitor what's going on as well, electrically. Yeah. And anything that shows up on an ECG is additional yeah. to anything they see on the screen.
1: It's amazing what ECGs are used for. I've had them for my cancer. Yeah,
0: ECGs can give a lot of information. ECG electrocardiogram is its full name, but they can give a lot of information about the heart you know, the irregular heartbeats and that sort of thing, Um, check your electrics in your heart as operating correctly. That's what they do.
1: Well, that's what they did with mine, because my first tablets slowed my heart rate down so much, I had to come off the tablet. Yeah. So... uh...
0: Yeah. I was under an ECG when I had my heart attack, and it was actually showing normal.
1: Oh, I remember you saying, yeah. So,
0: um, you know, they're not conclusive, they're not invasive but they're a good test um, along with blood pressure. Mm. Let's do something a bit more light-hearted, shall we? It's
1: time for Martin's Joke of the Week. I've got to tell you, we didn't have much growing up. I once had a birthday party at a local laundrette. The highlight was playing past the Purcell.
0: Yeah! <laughs> the trouble is, Martin, will everybody know what Purcell is?
1: It's, yes, yeah, it's every all over the. I bet if people in America get Purcell. Do you reckon? I, write in, please, everybody in America. Let us know if you do get Purcell. It's what? a brand of washing up powder that uh, was <laughs> very popular in England in the 1960s. Can you still get it? <laughs> yeah, of course you can. Can you? Yeah, oh, right. I don't yeah. do the washing, you see. Uh, I don't know how to operate white goods. Well, I do, but I don't buy Persil. No. <laughs> it's no. too expensive. Well, other
0: brands are available.
1: They are. We're not sponsored by
0: Persil. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not sponsored by Not per- yet. We're not sponsored by Persil. Other brands are available. Yes. Good. I've got a couple of um, messages that were left on our website here. Um, Doreen, she says, Hello, I have stage 3 lung cancer. I've had chemo, I've had surgery, I've had radiation, and I've had surgery again. I've had fluid build-up on my lungs. They were going to cure. This, however, three weeks ago, pain in my back. Well, I'm now stage four cancer, spreading everywhere. I'm lost in pain, nauseous, losing weight, and I need some direction. Not sales pictures, any advice for me. How well, do you yeah. answer a question like that?
1: Well, it's, we're very sorry to hear that you've, uh, you're at this stage I don't, I don't think we're the right people to uh, ask um, for, uh, for this question. What you need to do is get onto your oncology team um, and they'll give you all the, the expert advice. And, uh, I mean, I, I can only mention what things ha- that happened to me, but your cancer may be a different kind of cancer to me. As we mentioned, there's several kinds of different cancers. So I dare not give you the, uh, the, any advice, really. So uh, please, please go back to uh, your oncologist and... Uh, And good luck with it all, and uh, I hope you get the support of your family as well. Yeah. I think um, in scenarios like this, it's quite easy for us to sit here
0: and say, have a positive mental attitude, but um, that's not always easy. No. no, And certainly in this case, I can see... And it won't um, work for everybody. No, of course it won't. And... um, the only thing you can do, really, is to get the right advice from the right people, and that's your oncology team, so I suggest you speak to them. Make yeah. sure you speak to people, that's the main thing. Yeah, you know, you're, At least you've started right, you're speaking out, and we wish you all the best. Yeah, all the best. Heather, I'm really struggling coming to terms with stage 4 diagnosis. Colon stage 3 recurrence in the lung on second surveillance scan. Everyone tells me to think positive but I have six scattered growths in my lung and my wait times for my PET scans and treatment are making me nervous. Mm. What do you suggest there, Martin?
1: Well, that... the wait, waiting times are anxious. I know, I know the feeling for that and, uh, and I'm sure you do with certain bits of your illness as well, Pat. But yeah. having two different, you know, I, I could probably answer it better that um, the times don't get any better or, or any quicker. I can assure you of that, but uh, stay focused. Keep taking all the tablets you got. That's one main thing. You mustn't, you know, forget your um, tablets yeah. <laughs> like I did. <laughs> yeah.
0: I think, I think um, really, you know, in these scenarios, you know, you can't do anything about the weight. But what you do have to remember is sometimes the weight is worthwhile because like Martin said last week, he had some really good news and there's new drugs out all the time. So mm. um, the future may be a bit brighter than you think. So, yeah, try and stay positive, have yeah. a positive frame of mind if you can, yeah. rally around friends, um, find things to do, that's what I did, you Yeah. Know, find hobbies.
1: Get, we get we your, go to a club together, don't we? We do, yeah, so
0: <laughs> get your mind somewhere else, you know, take take it off your illness. Remember the old saying that we promote on here, you've got cancer, cancer hasn't got you.
1: Yes, that's right. So
0: thank you everybody for those questions, we're, we're going to draw a line under that now and... Uh,
1: and keep will, sending them in, though, please. Keep sending them in. Martin's got a little bit of news he would like to tell us. Well, it's just to say who we're going to have on very, very soon. We've got a, a lovely lady who I've known for quite quite a few years. In fact, her son married my daughter. Oh. And, uh, yeah, anyway, her name's Shirley Wilshire. She's going to come on. She's going to tell us all about what happened in my daughter's lounge. She uh, completely collapsed and... Dun, 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 I'll have to... Get you to tune in to hear what happens next. But Shirley Wilshire will be on one of our podcasts very, very soon. Thanks very much for that, Martin. That's uh, great news.
0: Look forward to that interview yes. when she comes in very, very soon. Anyway, it's that time of the day where we have to draw things to a close. I could hear that music again. Yeah, that comes in so quickly, doesn't it? I know. Well, time. Fight goes flying when you're having fun. We've got some great guests coming in shortly, haven't we? We've got the
1: Macmillan team. Yeah, we've got the Macmillan team coming in and we've also got uh, Dr. Daniel Patterson. Yes, one of Britain's top oncologists. Yeah, yeah, he's looking forward to that and we'd like some questions from everybody, please. Yeah, if you've got any questions you'd like us to put forward to the oncologist,
0: please leave them on our website. Either voicemail or message. Yeah. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Thank you. Thank you all for your support. We're growing our listening base really rapidly. See you next week. Bye, everyone. Care. Take care. Bye. 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 Bye.